breaking down what's up. What's up? This is Leafs Nation postgame on Sportsnet 590 The Fan and the Leafs Radio Network. Sausage back to Riley. Return to Matthews. Shooting! Scores! This is a recording. Austin Matthews has scored again. Ho-hum, how about two and two for Austin Matthews, Toronto's number one line combining for 11 points. No collapse this time around. The Leafs route the Sens 7-3, taking the rubber match of a three-game set. It's time for Leafs Nation postgame on Sportsnet 5.9. The fan Nick Alberga and Gord Stelic with you at the Golden Muzzy at Gord Stelic on Twitter. Sam McKee and Danielle Furtado along for the ride as well. Justin Bourne of Hockey Central and Sportsnet.ca will drop by in mere moments to break it all down. And I tell you a good night to hop on the show, Gordo. Yeah, this was what we thought Monday night was going to be about Leafs Nation postgame after two periods of play. And uh, yesterday, last night was the tighter game, not the as impressive game, but still a win. And tonight it was, uh, give the Leafs credit, but it was a terrible Ottawa Senators team. Or not a good one, terrible Ottawa Senators goaltending. And good for uh, Michael Hutchinson, average goaltending, but good enough to win. And the Leafs, I said, I said, play clutch for Hutch. That was my little theme. I didn't get time to print T-shirts and uh, for it. So he comes up with a much-needed win, getting the Hockey Night in Canada post-game interview treatment. And uh, it was uh, it was shinny hockey at the end. So William Nylander, John Tavares get goals. They kind of needed to get going, but they're late in the game. I mean, they're not, they're not the... Goal's a goal. A goal's a goal. A goal's a goal, a point's a point. And uh, and a win is a win. And that, to me, was the irony that I think if you were to ask me coming into tonight's game, uh, which goalie would outplay which, it was probably uh, Hogberg who got the call, got hurt. Uh, Matt Murray came in and got lit up. And uh, you know what? Good enough for me, if you, you ask me when it comes to Michael Hutchinson. Wasn't pretty on a couple of those, but 28 saves. And here's my stat of the night. Okay. Maple Leafs backup scored. Now three for three this season. Oh man, okay. There you go. Yeah, Campbell two games and uh, Hutchinson one game, so that's good and gets a game in. And you're going to need depth. And um, I mean, they've only lost three out of eight, three games in regulation out of eighteen games. They're off to a phenomenal start. So even if tonight had been a loss, it again wasn't, but wasn't the end of the world that a lot of people were worried about. And yeah, they did it. They go to play Montreal on Saturday. That that should be a more compelling game. But good on Ottawa. That at least they made this a more compelling series by coming back on Monday and then yesterday's game close, but it wasn't, it wasn't close. Like, I mean, this is fun. If you're a big Lee fan, this was just not, there was nothing artistic about it. If you like good hockey. Yeah. It was pretty much multi-point city, um, you know, for the Maple Leafs and that's good news all around. I think the confidence is key as you head into a huge divisional matchup, clearly with the Montreal Canadians coming up on Saturday night from the bell center. Uh, but again, uh, it's a familiar theme, Gordon Austin Matthews, 16 and 17, uh, on pace for 52 goals. I, I crunched the numbers. He has 16 of 66 goals of the Maple Leafs this season. That's 24%. Is the Hart Trophy conversation getting louder? Again, a lot of racetracks still it's, left. It's, it's getting louder. It's, it's, it's going to be kind of oppressive after a while, the constant uh, ba- battering. Annoying, is that a, the word you're looking no, for? No, that's not the word. How can you be annoyed about a Hart, Hart Trophy uh, candidate, legitimate Hart Trophy candidate? You're, you're not even stretching it. And, and keep in mind, we, we know... Uh, very well, the Toronto Maple Leafs have not won a Stanley Cup since 1967. But since then, only one player, one season, Borja Sani made the official first team NHL All-Star team at the end. And nobody won a major NHL award. Austin Matthews won the Calder Trophy, Doug Gilmore the Selkie. But I mean, you know, as far as the heart goes or the Norris or those, I mean, nobody's even been a runner-up really. So that that's how long it's been. 
for Toronto Maple Leaf fans about this kind of this kind of player having, you know, that kind of incredible head and shoulders above everybody else season. And we joke about Monday night, but again, it was a learning lesson, just one of 56. And we talked about it on family day on Monday, how we'd, we'd quickly forget about that game, even though it stung and credit to the Maple Leafs. It's sort of funny that they were faced with the same sort of situation and uh, they passed tonight, Gord. Yeah, they did. They decided <laughs> situational awareness was a lot better about not having uh, so many breakaways or so many things go awry like they did on Monday. And the Leafs just kept it coming and kept being responsible. And yeah, but you get it, man. Murray was bad tonight. You know, you know, just, uh, I mean, he was bad, but whether it's Joe Thornton's deflection or Austin Matthews, uh, I mean, nice goals. Normally uh, Austin scores highlight reel goals. These won't be highlight reels, but they're valuable. Nevertheless, I would love to be in the mind of a goalie or get the mindset of a goalie thinking you have the night off and then having to be thrust in action because that stinks, Gordon. And, and life's not fair sometimes, and especially when you're Ottawa and Matt Murray got the big fat extension after getting dealt um, via Pittsburgh. But that's a tough circumstance, never mind playing the Toronto Maple Leafs right now. It, you know, it is, Nick. And the other part is sometimes you go in to spark the team and, and you, and you kind of get it, you, you get an inkling. Because all of a sudden it's not going well. You're down three nothing. You're down four nothing. You're down four one. Uh, the coach probably giving you a heads up. Something could happen. So you're you're sort of mentally that getting ready. But so quickly in the first period and after, you know, last night's game, you know, full game, whatever, and just being in that mode and then very quickly and you don't allow warm ups anymore for goaltenders because that got abused. And you're in there, man. You are you're in the deep end of the pool. And uh, it looked like he couldn't find the edge. <laughs> he could he couldn't even get back to the shallow end. But yeah. uh, it's uh it, and. And that's when you, you're, you know, Nick, you're saying you should be ready. You got to be ready. You're a pro, you all stuff. But to your point, and I think more of that one, that's hard. That's hard. The other one where your team's down and you're looking for a bit of a spark and you had a bit of a chance to stretch and get ready. Uh, that one isn't as difficult. Six goals on 26 shots again for Matt Murray in this loss. A 7-3 win for the Maple Leafs now. Eight points up on the Montreal Canadiens for first in this uh, North Division. Again, Montreal does have three games in hand, but again, you can only uh, take care of what you know. And, and that's Gord Stelic. I'm Nick Alberga here on Leafs Nation Post Game, looking to hook up with Justin Bourne uh, momentarily. We do have Justin Bourne. And uh, Bourne, thanks so much for doing this. Of Hockey Central, of course, and Sportsnet.ca. Uh, good night, I mentioned, to do this show. Um, but a 7-3 win for the Maple Leafs. We'll start with Austin Matthews. Uh, where is he on your, your list of potential heart, heart trophy candidates right now, Borny? Uh, he's certainly in the conversation, isn't he? I mean, yeah. this is uh, absurd goal scoring at this point. Um, you know, certainly hasn't been seen here in Toronto in a long time. Uh, you know, it kind of comes down to that question is, do you, how much do you value a goal more than an assist? And I just don't think anyone can touch what Connor McDavid's doing. I, I realize this is Leafs post game and I'm supposed to rah, rah, the Leafs stuff. But like, I, I think Matthews needs, to, he had a four point night tonight and I think he needs 10 points to catch McDavid at this yeah. point or something like it's uh McDavid is putting up absurd numbers. So there, there could be a scenario where he catches up a bit. He keeps scoring a ton of goals and McDavid's team misses the playoffs. And all of a sudden the conversation changes a bit. But as of right now, I still have McDavid as best player in the world and having a fantastic season heart guy for me well you know I, i'm matthews for heart what what i'm wondering as well because it got mentioned by joe thornton about him winning the selkie after tonight i don't want to get ahead of myself but should he win the norris true <laughs> yeah you know i was yeah. i mean why you know, not realistically like lady bing has not been out of the question you know there was some off ice antics that i think probably cost him a lady bing already but you know so uh, just hand them all over i guess uh, jack adams let's see what else he can get it's toronto let's get weird you're right i like that with justin Bourne breaking down a 7-3 win here for the maple Leafs on leafs nation post game nick alberga and gord stelic with you uh what was your expectation 
Justin, for, for Joe Thornton, uh, obviously the last couple of games, he's been really, really strong. That top line in general was dominant in, in this game, combining for 11 points. Thornton, 15-21, by the way, in this one tonight. You know, you, you couldn't have asked for a better scenario for him to come back in, you know, to play the Ottawa Senators and, and to play in a series that, you know, wasn't perfect at times for the Leafs, but was mostly comfortable for them, where you felt like, you know, it wasn't... Uh, high flying high stress intense minutes you know it's and you don't want to be too disrespectful to the Ottawa Senators but it's definitely better to ease your way back in against the Sens mm. than to come back and have to play the Canadians so i think it worked out well for Joe he looked really good against a team like this with his legs uh, still still looking pretty fresh so uh, on you know Weeks like this, it's impossible to look at him and go, boy, it just doesn't make sense why he's on their top line. There were times I was thinking that prior to this series, but uh, certainly good for him to get back in against Ottawa. And, and you know, I, I read and listen with interest, and you talk about, you know, the way you break it down, the way things are broken down nowadays, and you're certainly very well versed on that. Is this one of those days you pack it all up and grab a beer? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I mean, it, I don't know about you guys, but after the way things went Monday night, when it was like 3-1, okay, when it was 4-1 Leafs, I felt like the game was over. Mm-hmm. Like, And then it gets to 5-1, like there's more than half the game to go. It was like there's just no chance. Like given all the historical stats about how rare that comeback was on Monday by Ottawa, so the unlikelihood of just the luck going your way and then the Leafs not being more prepared for it, like it was over. So yeah, uh, I really do feel like there's points as a video coach or head coach or whatever, you just say, we're not learning anything here. Like the guys aren't bearing down. I don't even think the other team's into it. Uh, that last, last half of the game, uh, only reason I watched it, honest to God, is because I knew I was coming on with you guys. I'd have been watching something else were I not on here right now. We appreciate that. We saw your hit on Sportsnet Central the other day, a nice cameo appearance from your uh, your cat Jigs. Uh, but <laughs> I, I think you used a really good word and you worked alongside, of course, Sheldon Keefe, the word weaponize. Uh, what do you think could be learned from that, that dismantling loss on Monday night? Well, I, I do think it's having another thing in your arsenal, another sort of uh, another arrow in the quiver for a guy like Sheldon Keefe to say, you know, listen, you guys blew a four goal lead to the Ottawa Senators. You can't tell me you're not going to give me the best up three on, you know, the St. Louis Blues in the conference finals or whatever. You know, it's just there. there's no way that you can allow your team to take the foot off the gas after they did what they did against Ottawa. You just have that, that recent memory that, look, this can happen. Do not take it for granted because we're up three or four goals. We're going to get the win. So I think that'll be a nice tool for Sheldon Keefe to, to utilize later on in the season. And and there was that feel good for Michael Hutchinson. Uh, I mean, fortunate the other goaltender. Or the guy, yeah, yeah, we're just talking about that as well, about Matt Murray in this case that – you know, coming in, you sh- you, you got to be ready. We know you're NHL goaltender. That's part of the game. But I was just I was just saying to uh, Nick that I think it's easier when you get down three or four nothing and you get an inkling you're coming and maybe the coach even gives you a nod a little bit before. It just seemed he came in and he just uh, he was in the deep end of the pool and he couldn't get to the shallow end. <laughs> yeah, and the tough part there too is like it's not just that you're not playing and it's not just that you're not prepared, but you're also glad you're not playing because you are a bad team and it's the Toronto Maple Leafs and right now the Toronto Maple Leafs have the most goals in the NHL. Like no other team. Tampa I think might be up like a fra- tenth of a fraction in uh, in goals per game, but like one of the best offensive teams so you're like, I'm glad I don't have to suffer this abuse <laughs> and then they throw you in there. So it, uh, it probably he probably wasn't in a good headspace going into it, but still man, like by the time that Tavares wrister goes in from the, you know, near the blue line unscreened, it was just like you could see the guy was uh, was ready to mail it in and get out of there. Yeah, that was smelly, no doubt about that. Just wrapping up here with Justin Bourne. Um, you know, it's so hard 
hard to quantify what a team needs, uh, you know, especially the Maple Leafs who have dominated through the first 18 games of this season. But again, April 12th, uh, as we know, the NHL trade deadline. If you're Sheldon Keefe and you're Kyle Dubas and you're working in unison, you know, what what are you looking for? Like you're hoping Galchenyuk works out, but would you more put an onus on, you know, up front or would you look on the back end? Well, yeah, the... I really feel like there's good things happening on the back end for this Maple Leafs team. Like it's the first time where you're not like constantly mad at one player or one spot on the, on your six and the fan base isn't clamoring for someone to get out of there. So yeah, I think the, the work has to come up front and the worst that work has to come in the bottom end of the, the roster. I think the Galchenyuk thing happens because you look at your roster and you say, is Galchenyuk better than this guy? And then, you know, you get to a point where you're like, yeah, he is. He is better than that guy. He's scored 30 goals in the NHL at one point. We know he can be better. So betting on higher ceilings is generally a good idea uh, with that. But the Leafs need to focus on the, the bottom part of their, their forward group going forward. Now, you uh, you work with Sheldon Keefe. And I'm just saying I, I didn't like last night and um, before. And I'd said it to Nick about... You know, Wayne Simmons, nothing was said after that game. We find out the next day he's out for six weeks, and I'm not trying to say that's going to be the same thing with Zach Hyman, but last night, you know, like Sheldon Keefe was asked about the goaltending, you know, who's going to be in goal, and he just said, well, we're going to have some decisions to make uh, at game time, and we're thinking, was he? does he lack that much confidence mm-hmm. in Michael Hutchinson? Well, we realize, obviously, Zach Hyman. I, ho- I hope that's the case. I hope it's something that... You know, it was a day-to-day thing and what have you. But those are those are what you got to try to avoid. And I hope I hope we don't hear further bad news about Zach Hyman. Yeah, well, that guy's their band-aid. You know, he's the guy that it's uh, you know whichever line you need to get going, you throw him Zach Hyman. He's the you know offers something that so few players on this roster do. He's crucial. So. You know that that's that's the thing you worry about in a season like this for the Leafs, where what are they now, thirteen, three and two, or something like that, where you know it feels like they're comfortably going to be in one of the top two spots. You think they're likely going to be able to win the division. You just hope that all of a sudden you you have your team when it counts, and so. What you hope happens is that the Leafs win enough hockey games where they're able to rest the people down the stretch to avoid having injuries uh, when these games matter most. You know, Hyman would hurt, but they would survive that now. You hope that this sort of thing isn't a problem come April. You know, you hope they can build up a lead and rest everyone so so they can be guns a-blazing. So I'm, I'm less worried about the month ahead as I am the, you know, the, the playoff games by the time that comes around. And from my intel, Borning, we got a new Stewieism tonight on the broadcast on TV, Neanderthals. How would you rate that? I love it. I think it's great. I think it's great because it kind of flips the script a little bit on all the analytics people uh, thinking they're just smarter than the next person when sometimes it's like uh, they're the ones who need to come out of the darkness mm. and into the light and maybe maybe evaluate this guy's, on a, this guy's game on a deeper level. Very well said. Thanks so much for your time tonight. Appreciate it. Of course, guys. Thanks for having me. Anytime. Uh, that is Justin Bourne of Hockey Central and Sportsnet.ca here. A 7-3 win for the Maple Leafs scored. Uh, we're going to hit the break. Plenty of post-game upcoming as we get you set as well for Saturday night in Montreal against the Montreal Canadiens. That's Gord Selleck. I'm Nick Alberga. This is Leafs Nation post-game on Sportsnet 590 The Fan. We need to talk about what just happened. This is Leafs Nation post-game on Sportsnet 590 The Fan and the Leafs Radio Network. Welcome back to Leafs Nation postgame here on Sportsnet 590 The Fan. Nick Alberga joined alongside Gord Stelic at the Golden Muzzy at Gord Stelic. A 7-3 win here, Gord, for the Maple Leafs. Turned out to be points night for them. 
Yeah, not time to pad your stats. Austin Matthews, two goals, two assists. Joe Thornton, one goal, two assists. Mitch Marner, one goal, three assists. And for Mitch Marner and TJ Brody, a plus four. You don't get that very often, right? People are the players very proud of their plus minus as well. And uh, lately, you know, John Tavares and William Nylander, they scored the late goals like normally you let some fourth liner who's trying to get his first NHL goal against limited ice time. But everyone seems to be just as happy as, oh, my God, thank God they, they broke the log jam. Well, they've, they've been scoring at a pretty good clip um, throughout the regular season. Yeah, I was hoping that guy was going to be Jimmy VC. They got to get him off the schneid. He has really, really struggled since early on in the season. But again, fortunate news and good news on William Nylander, good news on John Tavares. And maybe Austin Matthews can donate a goal or two, right, Gordo? Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. We just, uh, and this was a, a game where it wasn't like the other night, that perfect shot by the side, just that laser. He fired the first one was kind of a, a miss that way. And, and the other was a bit more of the wraparound variety. So showing a little bit of uh, variety and how, and he scored. And I, and I, I love Joe Thornton's goal. Like Joe Thornton's goal. If you watch the highlight, you probably go, Oh, that's kind of too easy. A goal again, an easy one by the Ottawa goaltender, but that's a shot by Muzzin along the ice. And it's just a great, easy, subtle redirection. And, and that just changes the whole component of the shot. And that's why they got the goal. I mean, Joe Thornton now, what's he been back three games and nice to see like what being a 41 year old to miss 10 games. Uh, you wonder how long it's going to take to get back in game shape, but he's there. Yeah. The numbers speak for themselves. Thornton one and two, 15, 21 of ice here in the back to back Marner one and three. And uh, Austin Matthews, the beat goes on. He has 16 and 17 on pace for 52. It's a 56-game slate. He missed one, so 55 games, we think, we hope, for Austin Matthews this season. He has 16 of 66 Maple Leafs goals this season, 24%. Here's what Austin Matthews had to say after this one. Yeah, Austin, uh, Williams is saying that you're picking goalies apart right now. Uh, how are you seeing things when you're that, that's in your vision and you have your puck on your stick? I'm just trying to shoot out what's open, to be honest. Um, but I think it just starts with like our play in the offensive zone. I think all three of us, and even as a five-man unit, we're just moving really well, and um, you know, finding each other in spaces, just moving the puck quick, and uh, you know, little give and goes and stuff, and uh, just creating time and space for each other. So um, you know, those two guys are they're easy to play with, and it's a lot of fun. I don't mean this in a negative way, but are you a little surprised that it's come together as quickly as it have for your, the two of you and Joe? even considering the amount of time that he missed? Um, I don't know how I was honestly going to go, to be honest. But, um, I mean, I've watched him play for a really long time. He's obviously been in the league forever. So, um, you know, it's – like I said, it's just easy to play with him. And me and Mitch have been playing with each other for uh, for a bit now too. So, we just try to, uh, you know, create uh, create offense and just utilize our chemistry. And, um, you know, as we play more and more games and practice and get more touches with each other, I think our chemistry is continuing to get better. So. Um, you know, we just want to keep that going. Obviously, the the puck's going in the net right now, and that's great. But uh, I mean, the most important thing is that we're winning hockey games. So, next up, we'll go to Dave McCarthy, NHL.com. Go ahead, Dave. Hey, Austin, what did you uh, make of the uh, first uh, period or so of this game? How you guys played and how you took control right off the hop, and then never really gave Ottawa a chance the rest of the road. Yeah, I thought we came out and had a much better first period um, than our last outing, and. Um, I think our second period was probably our best period by far. I thought we really controlled the play and just, uh, you know, didn't give them too much space and too much time in, in our zone. We just kept uh, cycling it low and uh, we just come, kept coming wave after wave, uh, all four lines, uh, all three pairs of D. So, um, you know, that period was really positive for us and, and created a lot of momentum. Last two here, we'll go to Lance Hornby, Toronto Sun. Go ahead, Lance. 
Uh, Austin, you guys are producing a lot of goals, it seems, from behind the net. A nice drop by uh, Mitch tonight. And uh, Coach said at the start of the season, he thought Joe would give you another option passing from back there. Is that uh, part of the, uh, the Lions chemistry coming together? Yeah, I think so. I mean, he's so good and so big at just shielding the puck, um, you know, anywhere, but especially behind the net. That's where he's, uh, you know, that's kind of his, uh, his office back there. And he's, uh, he's so good at passing the puck and just shielding guys off them and making plays. And then obviously Mitch, does what he does. And so, um, you know, like I said before, I don't think it's, uh, you know, we're not doing anything really too crazy. We're just uh, moving the puck really well and, and, and getting into uh, open areas for each other. And, um, you know, we're, we're staying on the clock quite a bit. So uh, it's been really positive and uh, really good to see. And the last one here, we'll go to Josh Cleverton, Canadian Press. Go ahead, Josh. Justin, just looking ahead a little bit, you guys obviously have Montreal on Saturday, just a challenge and what has to be different from the last time you guys played. They're obviously going to be rested with the week off. Yeah, they're a good team. I mean, they, uh, you know, those games are usually pretty tight, tight, uh, tight scoring, tight defensively. And, um, you know, you really got to earn your offense and uh, earn your chances against them. And obviously, uh, you know, with who they have in net, uh, you got to make sure that you're getting to the net because they do a good job of keeping guys away. So. Um, it's always a challenge when you play them. They're they're very well structured. They got a lot of speed and a lot of skill, and uh, you know they don't make it easy. So um, I'll have to have a good day out tomorrow and be ready to go on Saturday. All right, there you have it, Austin Matthews, two and two in this seven three win for the Maple Leafs, wrapping up a three game set here, taking the rubber match against the uh, Ottawa Senators, and I would say more back to reality of what you know the grind of a season will be on Saturday. With all due respect to the Ottawa Senators, Montreal a tougher opponent, and uh, they'll be off for a week and back after a week. Well, the whole being off has been debatable if it's a plus or a negative, but uh, I think this one, a scheduled one's probably a plus. I think it's people that have games postponed that that puts a wrench in, you know, anticipating playing. Montreal mentioned, and Sheldon Keith mentioned last Saturday, that the fact Montreal outhit Toronto by a 3-1 to one margin, he really felt it took a toll on the Leafs. Mm. Ottawa would hit them 40-10 to 10 tonight. That's a four to one margin season over Gordon. Like, but it was like irrelevant. So it's just funny just how stats can be applied or not applied. I mean, I, I, I think Ottawa might've 20 of the hits of them falling down accidentally and running into Leafs or something, you know, just, just kind of interesting because that was something that Sheldon key felt was a tactic against the May police. If that was to be a tactic at all tonight, it was a, it was a horrible failure. Yeah, you're right. Uh, all about perspective, no doubt about that. The Maple Leafs dominating this one, 7-3 the final. You talk about dominant. That top line for the Maple Leafs with Matthews Marner and 41-year-old Joe Thornton, 1-2, 15-21 of ice in this one for Jumbo. Joe, what have you liked most about the chemistry between you, uh, Austin, Mitch, since you've come back from the injury? Uh, I, I just think we work extremely hard. Um, it doesn't matter who have the who has the puck. We just... Uh, you know, are working to get open for each other. So I think it's just it's um, it's just the hard work we're, we've been putting in. You mentioned last night uh, Austin should get some love for the Selkie on top of you know his goal scoring attributes. What stands out about the way he plays defensively? He he just competes. He's uh, you know I, I really didn't watch too many games in the East, in the East Coast playing out west, but he's so he's very very strong on his stick uh, and he just competes so hard. He he wants. Uh, he wants every loose puck, and, and he's just, yeah, he's so big and strong. Next up, we'll go to Chris Johnson, Sportsnet. Go ahead, Chris. Yeah, Joe, I'm just wondering with three games and four nights uh, coming back to your injury, how, how it's felt physically for you. Yeah, I felt fine. It's I think it's good for me to get, you know, a bunch of games and, uh, you know, in a row like this and just kind of get my timing back. But I I like uh, I like rolling, you know, rolling every other night and uh, playing lots of games. So I think it's actually going to help me. 
And last one here, we'll go to Josh Clipperton, Canadian Press. Go ahead, Josh. Just on that note, Joe, uh, your thoughts on uh, Saturday night in Montreal. We're not going to talk to you guys tomorrow. Just the challenge against the rest of the team. Yeah, no, it's a, they're a great team. So we're we're one and two in our division right now, and it's it's going to be a a real good game and a good test for us. So we'll be ready, and I'm sure they will be. Joe Thornton will always give you clips, and uh, he's happy to be a Maple Leaf so far, Gord. Yeah, you know what? I, I got to give a shout out. Just reading Bruce Garriott covers the Ottawa Senators. He said Matt Murray wasn't requested by the media, but he felt he had to come out and own this one. So that's what veterans do. So, I would have fought somebody if I were him. But Well, it's, uh, yeah. So anyway, good on Matt Murray there. And Joe Thornton, a little bit easier that way But when you win. But that's what Joe will do. He will come out. And like we said, unlike John Tavares and before that, Dion Phaneuf, who t- tended to be serious of nature wearing the C, uh, it, it's, it's good to have that contrast. And, of course, winning, it's easy to be fun. You know what's incredible, Matt Murray? Like, it feels like he's been around for 25 years. He's won two cups. Like, he's been everywhere already. And what, he's in mid-20s? You know, yeah. like it's, it just shows you that you just got to temper expect. Like, I, I still think they have a good one in, in Matt Murray. He just, he's had a tough start with Ottawa. Yeah. Yeah. And he, you and uh, he, he, like you mentioned, won the two cups. I mean, save Pittsburgh's butt really yeah. that, that one year. And before that, if you looked at it, he had stats in the American Hockey League that rivaled Johnny Bowers. Mm-hmm. Seriously. He had stats that you had to go back 50 years to to uh, rival that kind of goals against average and what have you. So he was a third-round pick, uh, Ontario kid, Northern Ontario kid. Yep. And I, I still think it's a great signing by Ottawa. Ottawa needed respectability and goal for right now and hopefully for the younger players developing that, you know, they. I mean, Craig Anderson was sort of the guy that got it by default. He was kind of like their James Reimer. And uh, they went out and they really upgrade their goaltending and don't forget about the connection Sault Ste. Marie and there was some linkage uh between the Maple Leafs and Pittsburgh talking Matt Murray in the offseason yeah there come, was didn't That's come right. to fruition but uh they were interested just just note that uh meantime you know looking forward to seeing maybe the papers on Friday much different tune than earlier on this week uh great to see Willie Nylander back one and one in this game he never left but you know what I mean a 7-3 win for the Leafs let's hear what Nylander had to say after this one Really good goal tonight. How did it, how did it feel to score? Was it sort of wearing on you that you uh, you hadn't scored in a few games? Oh, I, yeah. I mean, it had been I don't know how many games and a lot of games without a point. So I mean, obviously uh, gets to you a little bit, but I mean, it was nice to get a, a goal on assist today for uh, for that reason. Next up, we'll go to Thanks. Chris Johnson, Sportsnet. Go ahead, Chris. Hi, William. Uh, you've played with Austin throughout his whole career. I'm just wondering, you know, have you ever seen him on this level? Uh, I mean, I don't know how many how many goals he has now in the past couple of games, but he's been unbelievable. unbelievable. I think he just keeps getting better and better. Next up, we'll go to Jonas Siegel, The Athletic. Go ahead, Jonas. Sorry, Jonas, you're on mute there. There you go. Oh, there we go. Just following up on that, William, what sticks out to you about the way Austin's scoring right now? I mean, he's, uh, I mean, he's picking goalies apart. I, I, they don't really stand a chance. I mean, he's doing it consistently too, which is, uh, I mean, unbelievable. I mean, with his shot and where he scores from is, uh, is uh, I mean, the best I've seen. And last one here, we'll go to Mark Masters, TSN. Go ahead, Mark. William, what do you appreciate about, appreciate about the way uh, Joe Thornton is playing at age 41 and what he's bringing to the table for you guys? Oh, it's unbelievable. Uh, I mean, both what he brings in the locker room and on the ice is uh, is huge for us. I mean, a lot to learn from the guy, and I mean, he's performing every night.
Kevin asked you about getting a goal. I know we talked to you a few days ago. You wanted more shots, you know, a little more ozone time. Do you feel like things are going in the right direction there? How do you assess that that side of it? I still think there's a there's a ways to go. I mean, got a got a little uh, lucky today, but I think we, uh, I mean, getting a little better, but there's still a ways to go. All right, there you have it. Will Nye, the science guy, one on one. Everyone's asking uh, about Austin Matthews. Like, as you go up there, hey, you guys want to talk about me, but everyone always brings up Austin Matthews in, like, their first, second, or third question. I wonder what Michael Hutchinson had to say about Austin Matthews, Gord. We'll find out mm-hmm. after this break. A 7-3 win for the Maple Leafs. Sheldon Keefe still to come. It's Nick Alberga and Gord Stelic. This is Leafs Nation post game on Sportsnet, 5-9 of the fan. Don't worry. We'll turn the lights off when we leave. But we're not done yet. This is Leafs Nation postgame on Sportsnet 590 The Fan and the Leafs Radio Network. This the official is a bit of a screen. Now to Marner. Marner curls out. Back to the point to Muzzin. A pass and they score! Joey Thornton redirects in front of the net on a Muzzin shot. And it is two to nothing, Toronto. No doubt a physically distanced party taking place in St. Thomas for that one. Jumbo continues on one and two. He's been a monster the last couple games, Gord. Yeah, our man Stevie Fellin always comes up with different little statistical facts. So Joe Thornton is the oldest player in Maple Leaf history to record three or more points in a regular season game. He's 41 years and 231 days today. Carl Brewer did that in 1980, January 7th, 1980 against Pittsburgh. He was 41 years, 78 days. So there's about 150 days more and about a billion more hair follicles <laughs> on both his head and beard than uh, Joe Thornton has then. God rest his soul, the one and only Carl Brewer. Yeah, my favorite stat remains, and I, I like to be sarcastic on social media, that Joe Thornton, 41 years of age, has six more points than the number one overall pick, Alexi Lafreniere, Gord. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. I get it. It's like 20 games yeah. to 4,000 games, but still jumbo. The, the point we're making is Joe Thornton off to a hot start for the Maple Leafs, a 7-3 win here for Toronto in the rubber match of a three-game set in the Battle of Ontario. So another win from the backup goalie, now 3-0 this season. This time it's Michael Hutchinson making uh, his latest debut again with the Toronto Maple Leafs, 28 saves. Let's hear his scrum now. Uh, Michael, well, it's been a while since you did this. Uh, how did it feel in, in there for you tonight? If you post behind you and hit, but still, I think 34, 35 saves. Um, how'd you feel about your performance? Uh, I felt pretty good for uh, you know, not playing for a while. Uh, it was fun to be out there uh, competing and uh, fighting for a win with all the guys. So, uh, you know, it's a game you definitely went out there and just enjoyed it. And uh, it's a game that I felt more comfortable as the game went on. Uh, you know, the third period, they were able to get a few chances and uh, I was able to, you know, find some pucks and, uh, you know, feel good about my movement and uh, finding lanes. Uh, and then, you know, when the guys score seven goals, it uh, makes the game just that much easier for you as a goalie to kind of relax and uh, really focus and bear down. Thanks. Next up, we'll go to Kevin McGrand, Toronto Star. Go ahead, Kevin. Hutch, how did it feel for you? Uh to sit as long as you, you, you sat watching Freddie play and, and being the backup and being sometimes the third goalie. How was that experience for you? Uh, you know, it's something I've done a bunch of my career is that, you know, sitting on the bench and uh, going long stretches without playing games. So uh, it's something that you have a lot of experience uh, to lean on when you're in those types of situations as far as, you know, trying to uh, make practice as beneficial as possible uh, and be as prepared as possible. And then, you know, being on the, uh, bench watching Freddie play the way he's been playing this year. 
uh, you know, uh, I said when I got to Toronto, I think he's one of the top boys in the league. Uh, you know, getting watching every single game practice is absolutely amazing. Uh, you know, the work ethic he has and that, you know, how hard he is for you guys even scoring practice on him. So, uh, you know, it's fun being on the bench and uh, watching the guy who's definitely improved, uh, you know, playing at the top of his game. Thanks. Next up, we'll go to Mark Masters, TSN. Go ahead, Mark. Michael, what's standing out to you about Austin Matthews right now? Uh, he's uh, just so, uh, you know, he creates so much out there when he has a puck. Uh, you know, you see it every single day in practice. He does stuff that you, uh, you know, are kind of shaking your head and you can't believe what he does. You know, him and Mitch and Gumbo uh, have great chemistry out there and they create a lot of space for each other. And then, uh, you know, he just has that knack of, you know, finding back in that, you know, he's uh, one of the most natural goal scorers you know i've ever seen so uh it's fun being out there and watching him and it's a challenge every day in practice you know uh, in good competition trying to stop him uh you know as much as you come up on the short end of the stick uh, in practice trying to stop him uh you know he's an unbelievable talent tim stutzla scored a, a crazy goal against the leafs in ottawa and jack campbell's like i, I want to shake his hand afterwards uh uh he, he scores another kind of crazy one today like what stands out about how this young guy can can shoot the puck yeah he's got a Good shot, quick release. Uh, you know, he shoots it in stride with his feet moving uh, in the offensive zone. Uh, he had a couple of chances uh, to shoot tonight, too, where I think he passed uh, the puck off, but he creates a lot for himself by moving his feet and uh, getting into open lanes and uh, getting into a shooting position. Uh, and then after that, it's just quick release. And, uh, you know, the goal tonight, obviously, I would like to make a different safe selection, uh, you know, in hindsight, but uh, for him to pick that small part and kind of hit the side of my head and go in like there's not a ton of room there so uh you know he's definitely uh, got the confidence to shoot and he can make those high-end skill plays and uh, congratulations as well Gord, to michael hutchinson and we heard right there back to 500 in his nhl career 52 52 and 14 i knew you knew that yeah it was so that that is it the 500 or better record and they uh, yes. they asked him about austin matthews too Surprise, surprise there. <laughs> it's just all this, you know, it gets harder and we're not there. So it does get harder to ask more original questions. But uh, uh, yeah, uh, uh, Austin mania uh, is fine, but I could do without it being every single question on the uh, Zoom call. And again, the only unfortunate part about this magical season for Austin Matthews, there is nobody in the building to see it, which kind of stings. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. No, you're, you're you know, the great missing point. link. I'm, gl- I'm glad you mentioned that because yeah. not that we intend to gloss over it, but yeah. but the other one tonight was you you could hear the fans booing every time a shot or, or the mock cheer every time a shot would go at Matt Murray. Yeah. You know, and, and I'm not picking on him, but I just mean kind of the fun thing, the intricacies about the, the home ice advantage that way. And yeah, it's strange because, hey, games are all sold out. People are keen. Leaf tickets are still like gold bar, you know, gold bullion to go to. And hopefully... Yeah, you know, Madison Square Garden, the New York Rangers are looking at 10% crowd starting in about a week or so, and hopefully that's not too far down the road here. Let's hope. Uh, last but not least, we're at our final break of the night. Sheldon Keefe is upcoming. Don't forget, we're less than uh, 15 minutes away from Sportsnet tonight with Andy McNamara and George Russick, so don't go anywhere. A 7-3 win here for the Maple Leafs, Nick Alberga and Gord Stelic on Leafs Nation postgame on Sportsnet 590 The Fan. After a meal like that, you deserve a little dessert. This is Leafs Nation postgame on Sportsnet 590 The Fan and the Leafs Radio Network. as it comes back into the slot and a shot good save Hutchinson the rebound and he dove across but the puck went wide 
Five seconds left, another shot high and wide of the goal. Time is gonna run out before Gabranson can get another crack at it. And there you have it, a 7-3 win for the Maple Leafs. Couple in a row now after uh, the family day collapse there. It's Nick Alberga, Gord Stelic on Leafs Nation. Post-game wrapping things up, giving way, of course, in about 10 minutes or so or less to Andy McNamara and George Russick on Sportsnet tonight. But again, Gord, we look forward to Saturday night. We'll hear from Sheldon Keefe momentarily, but Montreal next on tap for Toronto. Yeah, you know, it's uh, this rivalry's great. I got to be honest, I wouldn't mind seeing a Boston or Tampa Bay game with some old Atlantic Division battles that way, but we are enjoying maybe the Battle of Ontario having nine or ten outings isn't exactly what the doctor ordered, but certainly the more Toronto-Montreal battles you can have. And the Maple Leafs, uh, they have something I don't want to say to prove, but yeah, from having the lead the other night and losing to them on Saturday. Making the best of a, uh, a weird situation, nonetheless, in this uh, peculiar 21-2021 season. Uh, for now, we're going to hear from uh, Sheldon Keefe. Sheldon, what did uh, you see out of the Matthews line tonight that really allowed them to be so effective? I just thought they had a lot of motion, a lot of, a lot of movement. They were very much in sync in terms of how they supported one another, uh, how they, you know, they moved the pocket and, you know, of course, just their, their skill set that goes with all of those elements. Next up, we'll go to Terry Koshan, Toronto Sun. Go ahead, Terry. Hey, Sheldon, uh, just a, a comment on the switch of uh, uh, Nylander and Marner there in the third period, what you were looking for in that? Yeah, obviously just trying to get a little bit of a, a spark for, for both uh, John and Will, so just thought we had an opportunity to, to change that up a little bit. And just uh, your, your thoughts tonight, too, on uh, the 34 save performance from Hutchins. I thought he was really good. Uh, he, made, he made some big saves throughout the game. Uh, especially in that second period, uh, I thought there was some real strong saves there. Of course, the third period, they're you know they're throwing everything at him. Um, it was really strong. I think he got better as the game wore on. Uh, I think it uh, probably helped him. You know that uh, in, the early, in the first period, I don't know how many shots they had in the first period, but I thought there was a lot of stuff from from distance that just allowed him to sort of ease ease into the game uh, for a guy that hasn't played in a very long time. Uh, I, th- I thought the game set up pretty good, and, and he was solid for for us. Next up, we'll go to Kevin McGran, Toronto Star. Go ahead, Kevin. Hey, Sheldon, the score got to be 5-1. Did you start thinking about Monday? And if you did, what did the team, in your view, do to, differently tonight uh, so that the game didn't get away from them this time? I didn't think about it. We just kept focusing on playing. We were, we were playing a good game. We just had to stay with it. Thanks. Next up, we'll go to Josh Clipperton, Canadian Press. Go ahead, Josh. Hey, Sheldon, with an update, I just want to ask you about Saturday and the and the challenge that you guys face against the rest of Montreal team. Yeah, it, you know it's a well, it's a challenge when they're when they're not rested even, and they, they are now and have had a week of practice uh, to to prepare for us uh, along with some time off. Uh, you know, it, it's a strange situation. Of course, their last games against us, we've now played three against Ottawa, and then they'll play us again. Uh, you know, so we, we're expecting them to to be to be real good as they were the last time we played them, and as they have been throughout the season. So, you know, it is a challenge. So we'll uh, you know we'll have a short memory on this one. We'll get on the plane tomorrow afternoon and uh, get out there and, and be ready for the next one. Okay, there you have it, uh, Sheldon Keefe. Uh, by the way, my apologies, I sold the Hutchinson family short. He made 34 saves in this game, not 27, which I mentioned uh, 
many times on this broadcast. Yeah, they just texted apology accepted. Yeah, okay, so great. So that is fine. But Thank and you. Uh, and the flying, uh, not that not that going through customs is a huge issue when you do at charters, but it's it's a formality. So that's one thing they don't have to face this year. They take off from a hangar just uh, away from the airport, and those uh, those flights are really quick, uh, uneventful, and uh, non problematic. How about that? Those are my favorite flights to Montreal. It's like forty six minutes. Have a couple of drinks. Next thing you know, you're there. But that was like years ago when the real the, the world was real. Yeah, and there were the bar cart came by twice. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think it was quick though. I don't think on the Leaf plane they'll have the bar cart <laughs> going by twice somehow. Why not? I doubt that. Why not? <laughs> Team's looking good right now, Gordon. Why don't we look at the out of town scoreboard before we set up uh, Saturday? Yeah. Uh, happening right now, we'll start with those one. The San Jose Sharks up 2-1 late in the third period of note. Ivan Barbashev uh, left that game, did not return. Colton Pareko's banged up, didn't play today as well for the St. Louis Blues. And John Leonard right now has the go-ahead goal for San Jose up and down season for them. No Eric Carlson, by the way. Yeah, second career goal for John Leonard. And this will be a big win. I mean, the San Jose Sharks are one of the teams that have to start trying to make a push that they want to get that what's perceived the only spot open there, the fourth and final playoff spot. Everyone assumes St. Louis, Colorado, and Vegas will be the top three. Great news in Glendale tonight. we got a Phil Kessel sighting. Always great to see that. His fifth goal of the season after a good start. He's been uh, MIA lately, but gets back on the board. It's 2-2 gore between Arizona and Los Angeles way back when, like 10 years ago, they played in a conference final. Yeah, and LA Kings had a 4-0 shutout against Minnesota. Maybe their best effort they're playing off of. And Phil, you got company. You, Matt Sundin, and now Austin Matthews, the three players that have scored 100 goals at Air Canada Centre slash Scotiabank Arena. And that's why you're a pro broadcaster, tying the synergy right there. You talk about Minnesota in Anaheim tonight. Gord up 2-0 here in the first period. Ryan Hartman, his second. Kevin Fiala, much-needed goal there, his fourth of the season. It's funny, Bruce Boudreau was uh, talking about that Kevin Fiala was one of those guys he made a healthy scratch for two games last year, and then he turned it on. You're just sort of the precursor to that. what's a trend about uh, sitting out healthy players to try to get them going that way. And I know from that 2 nothing in the first, New Jersey-Boston, boy, that that's a real test for the New Jersey Devils that they've been playing platter of late. But if you're able to beat the Boston Ruins 3-2 like they did, that's a big one. How about the uh, the New York Rangers, the Philadelphia Flyers back Say, in action? They'll be at uh, Lake Tahoe this weekend, of course, missing half their roster. But the Rangers are Temi Panarin, the shootout winner, 3-2 for the uh, Rangers. Well, they were down 2-0. Yeah. So maybe those guys, did what, did the Flyers only have 12 players on the bench or something? Yeah. And they got tired in the third period. Yeah. So... Yeah, the Rangers really needed to get going that way. And I know the New York Islanders have really impressed me of late, but Pittsburgh comes up with a 4-1 win. And I saw, like, some real pointed comments about Kiefer Bellows getting an opportunity and, like, like just whatever. I don't know I don't know what he did, but it sounded like uh, Barry Trotz wasn't too happy about him getting an opportunity and it not happening. And Pittsburgh has won of three of four in this new regime with uh, Brian Burke and, and Hextall in, in the mix there. So I always like to see the initial boost um, upon a, a change. Uh, no doubt about that. So a 4-1 win for Pittsburgh. Uh, the Nashville Predators, Gord, have lost seven oh. of the last nine hockey games. I believe they're set, uh, six, ten, and zero in the th- the first sixteen games. A three nothing win for the Columbus Blue Jackets. I believe they're seven, four, and two since acquiring Patrick Laine. Uh, yeah, you know, just uh, whatever the controversy on the the rocky ship Tortorella, but it seems like he, the captain, does have a handle on uh, on steering it. And lastly, uh, the Capitals, uh, they beat the Buffalo Sabres because everybody beats Buffalo 3-1 the final. Well, I, th- I guess they got a goal because they're up 3 nothing, yep. so they get a goal. And uh, it's out on Twitter, a Buffalo Sabre fan saying, I bought a cardboard <laughs> cutout to honor my aunt who passed away. 
Can I come pick it up so she doesn't have to watch this anymore? <laughs> ow. Yeah. Ow. Uh, ow. And uh, I mean, that hurts, you know, playing on the team and that. But I mean, that's when you start getting the, uh, wow, the Buffalo Sabres. I, I just, I didn't, I didn't think it would be this bad this soon for you them. You didn't? No, I did. I truly didn't. Uh, the fact that Taylor Hall went there, the Eric Stahl trade just a little bit. And, you know, last year, Carter Hutton, you know, it's bad when you get a goaltender who, who says, um, I, I had vision problems and it's fixed. <laughs> and you go, yeah, but you played 20 games with vision problems. Yeah. That's not, that's not a great thing at the NHL level. So I thought, I thought they'd uh, be able to move forward. Yeah. Tough week for Buffalo. They lost the Toronto Blue Jays earlier this week as well. They're starting in Dunedin. So nothing's going right for Buffalo right now, Gord. That's, that's tough to see as uh, we set up. Saturday night, Gordo, a uh, long time for Thomas Tatar to dwell on that healthy scratch, by the way, a week ago. But yeah. uh, this one will take place at the Bell Centre. We talked about distance going into last week's broadcast on Saturday night. I know Montreal's got three games in hand, but Toronto's eight points up. They can really get them to 10 points here, obviously, with a win uh, in regulation on, on Saturday night. Yeah, you know, it's, um, again, it's going to come like, like, what is the best? Is the best to have a huge cushion Going in the playoffs is the best to be fighting for that first overall spot going in the playoffs. I mean, it'll see. I, I just think good habits will mean you'll put some distance there and try to maintain the good habits. You are the elite team in this division, and uh, that's being shown in the regular season. And again, game number 57, uh, those those will all be must-wins this year more so than other other years. All right, so should they start Hutchinson on Saturday? No. Okay. No, unle- unle- he did say Freddie's dealing with something. Yeah, that's, okay, that's so why I asked. so so if yeah, so if if there's any hint of a of an injury tweak or something, then yeah, do it. And then the other thing is uh, about Jack Campbell. Where is he? At least he's back on the ice. Does that mean he's back on the ice? Uh, light years away from playing, or is it something like ten days away from playing? Good night for the uh, Zach Bogosian load management as well, isn't it? <laughs> yes, he got he got he got a quiet night that way. As far as just uh, he got a quiet night that way. As far as sitting up in the press box as a healthy a healthy scratch, and of course, uh, in the case of Miko um, Letton, and he looked like he went off. Look, looked like he took a shot and went off as well. You're right. And with that in mind, we'll wrap things up. Make sure to join us for Leafs Nation post game coming up on Saturday night. The Maple Leafs and the Montreal Canadiens. A 7-3 win tonight. Sportsnet tonight. Up next with Andy McNamara and George Russick. Enjoy.